Welcome. We hope you enjoy this recording from Christ City Church, based in Dublin, Ireland. For more podcasts and information on the church, please visit ChristCityChurch.ie. Thank you for listening. Uh, Martin, Carolyn, and our five. We are from Zambia, a town called Kapiri. Some of you have been there. And we run a school. Um, we have about... Uh, just over 400 children at the school. Um, uh, the school has grown over the last few years, um, and God has been good to us. God has been good to us. So we're going to share with you what life, what life is like at the school, and hopefully uh, Karen will come up and um, talk through some of the um, photos that we've got. But why the school? Well, uh, first of all, there was a need and there still is a need in the, in, in the school. When we were uh, thinking about building a school in Kapirin Porsche, like I said before, uh, there was no secondary school. And talking to the local authorities, we were told, oh, we'll need about uh, 35 secondary schools if, if uh, the district is going to be, uh, you know, going to serve the children that are leaving primary school. There were, there were more than 100 primary schools then, there are even more now. Um, and uh, at the moment, we're about probably 15 secondary schools now. Uh, yeah, so we've got quite a way to go um, uh, to, for, for, for the children in the district to be served. So, yeah, there was a need um, educationally, and not only for more schools, but schools that will actually be, you know, that will provide an education that is, that, that is not just, you know, turn up and the boxes are ticked. That, uh, schools that are uh, interested in providing uh, a certain level of excellence in, in, in the education that goes on. Okay, so there was that. And, and, and then obviously, uh, I, I, did say, I, I did say a little bit about how we, uh, when we got married and how, God was speaking to, to, to us. Uh, to be honest, the, the decision, the decision on who would move, I was living in Zambia, Carolyn was living in the UK, who would move was a very, very uh, uh, difficult one. Um, she was uh, in a job that she loved and, you know, she thought, uh, she, she thought she was comfortable there, and she was uh, in, a, in, a, in, a, in a community that, that, uh, that had a friends, a caring community, and a church that she loved. And I was in Zambia with a job that I loved, and the prospects were brilliant. And I was like, excellent. If I'm going to live in Zambia, if Carolyn's going to come and live in Zambia, I would like to have this job so that I can actually look after her. Yeah, uh, and it was difficult, but when, when we found out about uh, possibilities of going and starting a school in Kapiri, it, it was a confirmation for, for, for us that God wanted us to, uh, to do something in Kapiri and meet the needs of the people, not just providing an education that was excellent, but also introducing God to, in people's lives. 
Zambia as a nation, uh, well, it's in the constitution that we are a Christian nation. And so on a Sunday morning, more than half the population of Kapiri goes to church. But obviously, as you and I would know, that doesn't translate in transformed lives, lives that are living for God. That, that is religion uh, in a lot of cases. And we, we thought that God was calling us to go to Kapiri to be part of you know, the, um, the group of people that are wanting to live for God and, and, and demonstrate a transformed life to many people in the town. Uh, and so introducing um, a school that provides for the needs of the people, we thought that was a very practical way uh, of demonstrating uh, God's love, but also introducing Jesus in the way that we, um, we, we lived out our lives as Christians and in the way that we interacted with other people. So we thought that was really, really uh, uh, a big thing. So with that background... Uh, Karen, do you want to come up and just come and talk about? Um... Yeah, so we've just got a few photos, photos to show you a little bit more of what it's like over in Zambia. Um, where shall I stand? I think I'll come and stand over here. Um, so that. Uh, the top picture is like some of our buildings for the secondary school. We've actually got a third classroom block. So we've, we had a bus donated to us. We've got three classroom blocks now. And then we've also got the primary school as well, which is kind of in, front of the, in the front of the picture. Um, and we're hoping to build more. And actually one of the things we're trying to do while we're here is raise funds for boarding accommodation because one of the things that can help the school further be self-sustainable and really impact the wider community just outside of the town as well is having boarding facilities so that kids from outside of the town can come and stay and learn at the school. And then Kapiri, the town, part of the town. Uh, it's quite a hustly and bustly town. Um, there's about 20,000 people, I think, in it. That's one of the main market roads. Um, it has got a few tarred roads, but otherwise it's lots of gravel roads and dust roads and bumpy, pothole-ridden roads. Um, you can let the next lot go through okay. quite quickly. So then we've just put a few photos together of some of the things that our school get up to and the kids. This was the end of the year awards, award ceremony. We always invite an emo, a motivational speaker to come and speak to the kids and um, encourage them to aspire for greater things and not just think that they need to stay in Kapiri and do nothing or not do much because there's not many uh, job opportunities available. So trying to bring people in that are very, have very different jobs is important. And then this year at Easter, we put on a concert in town at two venues um, where the kids got a chance to perform. It's really getting annoying. Yeah, okay, excellent. <laughs> Press pause if you can. Um, they got to show off their talents, sing, let their parents and their friends see them performing and playing music. Um, that was really great because it was basically telling the gospel story but put to songs. If you know Godspell, we used some songs from Godspell, but we revamped them into uh, Vinjeru and Zambia-style kind of music, uh, little performance. Uh, then the next one is of, of the kids playing sports. This was actually at another school, but we just love the opportunity that the kids have to do things that at many other schools they wouldn't be able to do. 
So things like sports tournaments, putting on concerts, hearing from inspirational speakers, getting awards. Um, so that was some of our teams. Then we're really fortunate to have some really nice science equipment and we get them out and do really practical learning. In a lot of schools, it's like really theory-based. You basically sit in a classroom and somebody talks at you and you have to memorize facts and know things and then regurgitate them from the exam. And that's rubbish. That doesn't help the kids learn, so we try to do really practical learning. That was the secondary school a few, about a year and a half, two years ago. And then we've also got trying to get the, the younger kids even getting used to showing off their talents and trying out different things. So we had something called a book taster cafe. We had an inter-schools quiz tournament that you saw before you can click on it. Um, and I think that's one of the things I love about the school and keeps me excited about going to work every day is just the fact that we get to give these children opportunities to do something that most schools they wouldn't be able to have and read loads of books and go to nice toilets, as you will see. This is a friends of ours in Paris. Their school has helped us build a, a toilet block. Most schools in Zambia have a hole in the ground covered by a little kind of hut to go to the toilet in, and our kids are lucky enough to get a really nice toilets that are clean and have flushes and things. This is the baby class and reception class dressed up in their traditional outfits. Um, every year we do this, a traditional day where they get dressed up in traditional wear, so this is just some pictures of our teachers and our kids in primary school. And you can see the classrooms. Um, so we try to give them just like a really culturally relevant things, but also different things to do and to enjoy as well, um, which is loads of fun. They always enjoy it. Um, and it obviously involves a lot of outdoor play. So we have loads of sandpit and outdoor playing and sports happening at school because it's great weather nearly all the time. Uh, so we try to get the parents and the community involved in helping the school as well. So they've helped build the little shelters and painting things on the walls to make it look more bright and uh, entertaining for the kids. And they've recently um, put raise some funds to pave the playground as well so the kids don't get totally dusty every day, which is a relief. And then there was somebody very artistic that came to visit <laughs> from here, and she painted this amazing map of Zambia on the wall. And we use it still. We still use it every, every week. They do something called the Mass Adventure where they have to practice their mental arithmetic. And they go on a tour of Zambia. As they get to do harder maths, they go around to different places in Zambia. So there's one of the classes checking out where they are and looking at the different, different places. Uh, so that just kind of shows, uh, yeah, just how things that you guys do when you come over is just really awesome. And then even the primary school, the little kids trying to play their netball. <laughs> We've actually had some small posts made now so they can reach. Going off in the back of the truck to play again, playing. In the, you might recognize that. That's uh, the, the kit that the, uh, the, the team brought out the other year as well with Vanessa. She donated, her cricket club donated all these. And that's become the football kit for our junior team. So that's really fun as well. Yeah. Uh, and then with our, we try to blend the Zambian curriculum with the other experiences we have of education around the world. So we've, we've put on things like a science topic for the grade fours and they do loads of work on space and then um, present it to their parents at the end of the term. 
you wouldn't get that sort of thing in most other Zambian schools. So it's just amazing that the kids get to do this sort of thing. Um, and most of the resources come from places like you guys or other people that donate towards us. Then we also help them learn about agriculture and about how to be real farmers, as most Zambians have to be, because loads and loads of people in Zambia have to farm for their own self-sufficiency and their food um, to try and save costs. So they get learning on that as well. And we try to do something that called Farming God's Way or Foundations for Farming. You may have heard of that. It's quite a big charity that goes around and teaches people how to do conservation farming rather than using loads of fertilizers and things like that. So they've been learning about that as well. So yeah, that's, that's like some pictures just to give you a bit of a visual of what it's like at school. Obviously, we teach normal lessons as well, but that's the more interesting pictures. And so that's a lot of the joys for me. Like, I just think it's just so brilliant to be able to, to give these kids something that they wouldn't have anywhere, anywhere else in Kapiri. Um, the challenges with that are things like the resources and helping the teachers learn how to, um, how to teach in that way of exploring and discovering and experimenting because it's so alien to them. So that's a real challenge and we're always looking for ways we can help the teachers learn these techniques. Um, so teachers out there, you're most welcome to come over to Zambia and help us with that as well. Um, and then my other highlight I want to share is just the, the chances we get to share our faith with the kids are amazing. I think Martin will mention that in a minute as well. Um, it's really free over in Zambia to talk about your faith and not just religion, but real faith and what it means. And so we get a chance to do devotions every day with the primary kids and a, a lengthy devotion like preach almost to the second, secondary kids every week or twice a week. And we have quite a lot of kids kind of start showing a real interest in, in faith and in what Jesus really means other than just reading your Bible and having to pray or having to go to church on a Sunday. And one of our teachers is actually a pastor and so he's got a group of kids that he's um, like discipling at the moment and it's just it's taken seven years to get to the point of seeing those sorts of fruits come in but it's really worth it it's so exciting to think of kids coming into God's kingdom because of being at the school and hearing things day in day out week in week out um yeah so that's that's kind of what I have to share yeah so um just following up on what Karen was saying the, the teams that have come out to Zambia have uh, had uh, a lot of uh, impact on, 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 on all of us. Uh, yeah. We had our first team come uh, with um, Caroline Bonser and her new, a new, a new, a new husband. Yeah, because we didn't know her husband. We knew Caroline from, from Leeds. We didn't know her husband. But they came um, with a group that included uh, Chloe, uh, Vanessa, yeah, and yeah, a number of others. Um, yeah, at first I think we didn't know exactly, we weren't very sure about, you know, how it would work, and uh, they were our first team, weren't they? They were our first team we were receiving, and we didn't know how it would work with what they would eat, where they would stay, what would, how people would react to them, and what we would say, and yeah, it was all very like, oh, okay, yeah, you know. Uh, as much as they were apprehensive, I'm sure, coming to Zambia, 
and in, in the middle of nowhere, we were apprehensive as well. We we're like, what actually, how is it going to happen? But uh, God has a way of working things out. And I think one of the things that uh, was very, what was made very clear for me was that, you know, yeah, there might not be some dramatic thing that happens, but here's the thing. Second um, Corinthians chapter 2. Thank God. Yeah. Praise to God who always leads us in triumphant uh, procession, using us as a fragrance to make his name known. We don't have to do a lot but obey God. We don't have to do some, you know, like, you know, what God requires of us is for us to be available to him and obey him. Live a life that wants to please him and wants to uh, do his will. And in that, God speaks to the people around us. In that, God speaks to the people around us. And when people come out and enjoy themselves, do things that are fun, things that, uh, you know, other people love and, 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 and oh, even bring presents. Yeah? That's great. But when people are in contact with others that have... Um, uh, that have given their lives to God and are living for God, they see that. They see what a, from, what a transformed life looks like. And sooner enough, they'll start asking questions about how, how, does, that, how does that work? How does that work? And that's a perfect opportunity to introduce the author and finisher of our faith. That's that's that for me was what was emphasized in in, uh, in 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 the groups coming. So uh, hopefully the guys have been having fun when they've come. We've certainly had fun. Uh, so yeah, they've they've gotten involved in sports and clubs, and that still remains something that. We really are passionate about people coming in, coming in with a fresh eye and just getting involved with the kids and, you know, sharing their passions with the kids. You know, uh, I think that's Ben, isn't it? Yeah, that's Ben. Uh, um, I don't know what they he, were doing He'd never there. really done any Lego before, but we had this massive box of Lego that had been given to us and we were like, do you fancy doing a club with the kids for the two weeks that you're here? And he, he was like, well, okay, give it a go. And they loved it. And he was their engineer. And like, yeah, they worked together and made these really cool little robotic cars that drove around and everything. So Cool. Yeah, so... Don't be, don't be surprised if you're thrown in at the deep end if you do come to them. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> I, I don't know, uh, Chloe, what did you do? Uh, no, 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 no. No. Yeah, Irish dancing. Yes, yes, Irish dancing. <laughs> I, I, I missed that class, for, obviously. Probably but, good. <laughs> yeah, but the thing is, kids love, you know, love it when, you know, you can ha they see you having fun and you are a total, a total stranger and you turn up and you're having fun with them. They're like, 
oh, wow, oh, okay, yeah, you know. Um, so that, that's really great. Um, uh, I remember Paolo spent some time with, uh, yeah, spent some time with, yeah, she even took a lesson uh, at, at one point, you know, just showing kids basic coding and all that kind of thing. So that's really great, you know, the things that kids are interested in. Um, They've been yeah, been able to uh, take part in devotions and just general discussions with uh, um, with uh, with uh, students. I think that's <laughs> those two. <laughs> yeah, uh, talking to a group of uh, uh, girls there. Um, assemblies. Uh, Karen said, "Our uh, our country is quite an open country and." Uh, our school even more so because we, we deliberately uh, want to have people who are coming in and speaking into the lives of uh, the children. So whatever, whatever uh, opportunity we get, uh, we, we would like to talk about what really drives us, what really is behind the work that we are doing in Zambia. And um, uh, uh, devotions... Uh, um, Speaking uh, on Mondays after assembly to 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 the whole school, the whole secondary school, where we, we a speaker will pick a topic uh, that affects Christian living, and there's you know discussion as well with the kids, and so that they get to um, talk about how that affects them if if they are a, a Christian, and if they are not, okay, so yeah, what is this all about? Um, yeah, so, and assemblies as well, we, we look at, you know, matters that affect our character and, and uh, you know, and, you know, ultimately uh, our response to God. And above all, uh, building relationships and sharing life. I think uh, we, uh, I touched on um, uh, what Thessalonians uh, talks about. Yeah, we are the fra- you know the fragrance that makes God's name known. We 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 spread the gospel and everything. But I think in Thessalonians, Paul takes it a little bit further and says, you know, we loved you so much that we were willing to share not only the gospel with you but also our lives. And I think when 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 people start seeing that, oh, actually. I've been living with this. Well, I've, I've been I've been living in a place where this Christian has been, you know, trying to be friends with me. I think he's weird. I think he's just not. Yeah. And then a number of other Christians turn up and say, "Oh, so this guy is not actually weird. It's actually there are other people like him, and actually it works. And you know, actually God works. I think when people start." Um, Knowing that, especially children of this age who are still looking at, okay, what's you know what's actually life all about, and and um, you know they they uh, this age hormones are everywhere and stuff, and they then choose to follow God and choose to be uh, you know, subject to His will. I, I think that's. Uh, an amazing, amazing thing. So that's what the teams have been doing uh, when they come over. 
And that's still what we're, st what we're doing. And uh, if we had uh, more teams come, it will be continuing on in doing uh, all these. But, you know, I think people have been asking themselves about what their passions are and, you know, can they share those passions uh, uh, when, when, when they come over? Of course. Um, and I think the other thing we want to, I think Caroline alluded to it as well, these are children, some of whom have never left Kapiri before, uh, Kapiri is a very rural town <laughs> in, a, in, a, in the middle of the country. And uh, yeah, some of them have never talked to somebody of a different race before. And they come to our school and they're like, uh, you know, when they start seeing there's a big world out there, there's so many things, there's so many things they can do, they're not limited. Obviously, we would like a lot of them to stay in Kapiri and do something about what's happening in Kapiri, but, you know, for them to know that there's a big, wide world out there and there's so many things that they can do that could change their lives, change the lives of their families, and, yeah, it's, just, it's, it's a big world. And having people coming from all over the place to come and, you know, share life with them so they know that actually... You know, we are just the same. We have the same aspirations, the same, you know, same needs, same, you know. So, yeah, you know, there's not, not a lot that's different. Our cultures may be different, but there's not really a lot that's different as human beings. And our need for a savior, there isn't much that is different. I think that's the, the best thing that um, those kids can, can have. Yes, yeah, so that's, uh, that's it from us.